Hi everybody and welcome back to the Gentleman's Talk. We are here, you're listening to James Dean Little John, the dulcet tones of James Dean Little John. All I'm going to say to you is, all I'm going to say to you is, it works. We know it works. Fucking come on, what's he talking about? I don't know what I'm talking about. I know I'm here with a smile on my face. Why am I here with a smile on my face? <sighs> Mainly because it works. The process works, boys. The process fucking works. I said yesterday I was in a real... Sorry about the rain. Uh, normally it's like a, a, a an ambiance and, and some sort of fucking levelling ground in the background. I'm knocking shit over. Just trying to turn a bit of music down. So yeah, it works. It works. I know it works. I know it works. You know it works. I did a podcast yesterday. You probably listened to it. It may have been painful to listen to. I don't fucking know because I don't listen to them back. However, feedback says um, from my very good friend, my numero uno fano, um, if that's it from Spanish, um, says to me it was okay. <clears throat> Not as long as normal. I know, 30 minutes short. But do you know why I did it? I forced myself to do it because I know it would work. I knew it would help me the next day. Because I was in this horrible fucking place. I was in a, a bit of a lull of life. I wasn't really happy. I felt a bit lonely yesterday. Um, you know, I gave the, I gave all the reasons why. Um, and, I, and I knew that yesterday was going to be painful for me. In the sense that, is it going to be a good listen? I don't know. Hold on, I've just dropped my fucking flip-flop. Um, flip-flop in, in this weather. I'm determined to fucking do the sun dance every day to get the sun out. Because this fucking weather in the UK is rather depressing. I'm not going to lie to you. Coupled with the cost of living crisis. Coupled with the fucking fact that everyone's struggling around here. We have this on almighty fucking rainstorm that just keeps cascading shit down from the skies. Not literally, but rain. It's fucking awful. I hate this weather. To the point where I was walking my dog today and I actually went, I fucking hate this country. I came back and this afternoon, what did I do? I filled out my application for um, Australia. So that came through. You may have heard a few a few podcasts ago that I'd applied. Um, that came through. So I, you know, I was sat there going, I can't deal with this weather anymore. This is depressing me. This is the longest winter ever. It's fucking horrendous. The UK isn't what it fucking used to be. It's fucking awful for me at the moment. So I filled out my application for Australia. I'm doing anything I can to try and get some sun. Probably mostly... It'd probably be easier if I just went on fucking holiday. But I can't afford it because I'm being shafted up the shitbox by the government. Anyway, we're not going to get into politics because we're not here for politics. We're here for mental health. So it worked. It worked, didn't it? I feel great. I didn't... I, didn't, I don't, wouldn't say I feel great... Um, I would say I feel a lot better. I slept well. I've got a little bit of chippiness in my voice. I actually came to do the podcast with a little bit more gusto. Um, and and I'm here. And even though the rain is pouring down, I'm here. That's, that's all that matters. Um, you know, it was one of those days yesterday I knew what I needed to do. And I suppose the learning point from that, because we've got to take some learning points out of this, is is do what you know works. It's really, really important, and and men like we're, we're fucking inherently bad for not doing it. We we know what makes us happy, and we like might be like fucking golf or something or whatever it may be. I say golf because that's what I enjoy, and we stop doing the things we enjoy, and then we just go into this real shit pit of life, and then we go, well, why isn't it working? Well, it's not working because you're not doing what you do want to do, or you're not doing what enjoy, you enjoy. Um, obviously mitigating that a little bit that if it revolves around drink or drugs take it fucking steady take it steady try to eliminate that because that's a false thing that's a false 
um, a false, what's the word I'm looking for here? Um, a false, uh, no, it's gone. It's gone. I don't know. It's like a false interpretation of life. There we go. Just spat it out. Um, as I say that, as I go, and I'm drinking a fucking gin. <laughs> Why am I drinking a gin? Because I'm happy. So I thought I'd have a fucking gin tonight. You know, I'm I'm literally, I'm, I'm half an hour over my fast stop time. I don't give no fucks. No fucks are given here. I'm fucking drinking gin. I'm on my own. It's fucking what happens. You know, I'm, I'm in no fucks mode. I was really impressed that I managed to get up today and got a, I, I went on the bus into town. Yes, I was a 100% bus stop wanker. Um, you'll know what I'm talking about. If you know, you know. What a fucking awful saying, but if you know, you know. I was a bus stop wanker today, so popped into town to deliver my artwork return. So if you probably know about my other bit of life, um, as well as a, uh, a father, well as a husband, um, as well as trying to raise three daughters, as well as my podcast, as well as my primary job as a compliance manager for um, the government, if you like, um, as well as being a son and a brother, I also do artwork <laughs> because I enjoy artwork. So I've got my own little thing, James Little John Designs. Go check it out. Please do. Um, it's it's just where I do artwork, resin bottles and all that sort of jazz. And I, and I do that for my, my mental health. It's for my well-being. And I'm in a bit of a fucking stuck moment. I'm in a, a, bit, a bit of a stuck place at the moment because I've done a load of artwork that, which has absolutely boosted me, but I can't afford. I've invested money into that as well because... I'm trying to invest in myself. When I say I'm trying to work fucking hard tirelessly, I've invested £450 I do not have into making old, uh, making artwork and learning the process and trying to recoup that to make more. So, but anyway, before I digress into that, because, you know, that's another part of my life, if you like. I'm, I'm, I told you, ADHD, I am on the fucking go all the time. And um, I went down today to, to return a collaboration I've done with Pirate Grog. So Pirate Grog the Rum... Um, I, I emailed them and they were like, yeah, we're going to send you a little gift package and um, you do some artwork for us. That artwork is now going to be um, cascaded out through via um, charity tickets for an auction. So they're going to auction my artwork. So I sent that today, 24 hours, should be with them tomorrow. And hopefully, hopefully I get some um, publicity. That's why I've done it for free. So actually it's cost me £70 plus £10 postage because I did say to them, you know, can you help me out with a bit of postage? Thinking it would be about 15 quid. And, and it was just purely because I'd already invested £70 in. And what they've really given me from their stock is they gave me a couple of empty bottles. And I'm not saying in, in a negative sense, um, because that's all they asked for. But they gave me like four empty bottles. Um, and they gave me a full bottle of um, honey rum, which was absolutely fantastic gesture. Um, you know, they, I didn't say that I wanted any money for it. This was purely... Uh, for awareness this is purely i'm trying to do everything i can to try and um promote myself as much as i can you know i think i've got a lot to offer so for me it's about like if i can promote it if i can do some bits and bobs and it and it helps me and it helps me focus on something fun that fucking rain's awful isn't it i am so sorry um so yeah so I, there's all sorts going on in my brain as you can probably tell which is why sometimes i get a bit depressed mainly because like I said, my, my additional hobby, which is my artist's work, um, I can't do because I've invested a lot of money into it and they're not moving forward. Whether they're because they're not quite up to standard, I don't know. I think they're pretty good. But at the same time, you know, you've got to find the niche. You've got to find the person that agrees with the same sentiments as me. Uh, and that's a hard that's a hard work, especially as, you know, 
we re- we revolve around social media, which I fucking hate. You know, you know what I've said. I'm not a massive fan of social media. I like to use it for. I use it for two reasons, really. Social media um, at the moment. It, it's mainly for either boosting my fucking confidence and boosting my fucking my spirits by putting a fucking face uh, a, a fucking profile pick up because I do that. I'm not going to fucking lie to you. That's why I do it. You know, if you're not putting a, a profile pick up for anyone else other than trying to get boost yourself, then you're a liar. Um, because that's what I do it for. And I think what's what most people do it for. Most people put things on there to try and go, look at me, I'm having a great time. And they do want that feedback. That's the reality of social media. But the other side to social media is we rely on it. And there's no such thing as, uh, in my day, like yellow pages and, and fucking, you know, for phone numbers and ringing around and businesses where everyone knew to go to one place for business. You, you can, you're now tapped into a resource of the whole world. But to get to that resource, you rely on everyone else to do their chain. So like, comment, share. Uh, I said this to my podcast yesterday. So it's a really difficult place. It's kind of a it's a love-hate relationship with fucking social media at the best of times. But then you add in the fact that that's the only way I can physically grow. But I don't like going on it. Fucking hell. It's like, it's like basically, uh, you know, sort of you're going into battle against the odds. Against the odds. So for me, that's kind of where I'm at. I'm just a bit like, fucking hell, simmer down. In fact, hold on. It is. Hold on. Two seconds. I'm going to turn my fan off. Because you've got so many, so much noise going on. Two, I'll literally be two seconds, you sexy buggers. More than two seconds. I'm three seconds. Whoop, 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 whoop. And that's it. Why the fucking hell do I have a heater on blowing at fucking eight o'clock? On the 11th of April, fucking 2023. There's a date for you. Why have I got the fucking heater on? Because it's fucking Baltic out there. I've had the heater on in the house. Admittedly, I wanted to be cosy all day. It was just me and the three dogs. And we were just sat watching fucking Discovery Channel all day. It was amazing. Anyway, I digress. I'm bouncing all over the place. So, it's, you know, it's... We do all these things. We do all these things to make us feel good. And and that's what it is. You know, we do these. So it's like a love-hate relationship between me and social media. Um, and often, I actually saw... Um, so I read a little um, a little clip, and this is more with regards to sort of the ADHD. And maybe you can probably relate to this, actually. And that, for me, is... Um, somebody put on there, every time... And this is known people, and there was a lot of people on an ADHD forum. They turned around and said... Um, they constantly delete everyone off their social media because they think that's the best way to deal with it. Start again. Remove the past. Remove the history. Remove the problems and start again. And hopefully things will get better. What we don't realise is... Hold on. I feel like I've got a fucking coronavirus or something. I've got, like, really short breaths then. I was, like, proper struggling. Either that or I was hyperventilating. I'm not really sure. Um, probably hyperventilating because I got a bit excited because I'm in a really good mood and it's been fucking awful for three or four days. Um, but yeah, it's it's um, f- for me when you when you do these things and you build yourself up, it's because you're in a you're in a you know you're in a horrible horrible place, and we're trying to bolster we're trying to boost ourselves. So this is why we do it. So it's a love hate relationship between me and social media. I need it to grow. I need it to grow across all of my things to show that here's what I'm doing. But at the same time, I've been on the other side where people are going like fucking like, comment, share. And you're like, fuck off, mate. 
What are you on about, you dickhead? And, and you just ignore it. And, and, and then we get into this learned habit where it becomes like, I'm fucking chinning that off. And then you realise when you're on the other side, the small little person who's just trying to make an impact somewhere in his life and is working fucking tirelessly just to do these different things to boost my mentality, boost my well-being, um, boost my life, as well as at the same time, let people know that it's okay to talk. It's really important to talk. If anything, it's not even just okay to talk. It's important to talk. Because yesterday I forced myself. I forced myself to do a half an hour session to talk. Now, I probably wasn't, I, like I said, I don't listen back. But it probably wasn't of great content, if I'm honest. I don't know. Um, it had a purpose. But at the same time for me, it was more about just knowing that I can talk. And knowing that that talking will eventually work out. And it did. I went I went back into the house. I slept like an absolute fucking log. And by log, I might passed out. I was going to say baby, but I didn't piss and shit myself. And then I woke up refreshed. I woke up at 8 o'clock. Bosh. I was, I led in bed till nine and I was like, right, that's it, go downtown. I returned the Pirate Grog um, thing, which is that collaboration piece that I was doing. That's just what I was on about. And, and that's where basically the artwork, they sent me some artwork, bosh, bosh, bosh. I made them some artwork. Um, and then I said to them, you know, they said to me, what, you know, what I said, I'll send it back. And they said, brilliant. Well, we've had a good chat as a company and we're going to auction it. And I was like, for charity, they said for charity. And they were like, I was like, fucking, that's absolutely amazing. And then, for me, that that is the the piece. I was going to get the publicity out of it. They were going to get. I was going to get a free bottle. So and they did. They sent me one of their really sort of expensive thirteen uh, or whatever it's called, um, Pirate Grog thirteen. No, oh, that's it. Pirate Grog number thirteen. Whatever it's called. Of course, I know. Uh, Pirate Grog number thirteen. It's a black bottle and um, absolutely gold label on it, and it worked perfectly with this bit of artwork. And um, sent it back today. So I'm looking forward to their response. Twenty four hours. Um, parcel forth delivery sent to them and i and i look forward to hearing hopefully some good news but all of these is like a knock-on effect like that like i said those all of these things i need to do and i'm trying to do these things and i've got i've got ideas absolutely pissing out my fucking ears of things i want to do for certain people for with certain bottles and there's loads of stuff i've got literally like, bouncing around in my head um that i could make really cool artwork with and um, I, but I can't do it because I need to sell to make money or just even if it's just a return. I'm selling a few pieces at the moment just for literally what it cost me to make, which is 70 pound a piece, because I'm just like, I want if I can recoup that, I can make another four, which is really good for me because I don't do it for the money. It's like I don't do the podcast to try and earn money. I haven't. I've done it for a year and a half. I've not earned an, a, a fucking penny. So for me, it's um, and I've invested eight, or I think I'm on twenty-seven pound a month. It's cost me now for this. So for me, the cost, you know, far outweighs the benefit on all of the things that I'm doing so far. But I'm not doing it for everybody. Yet. I'm not doing it for. I'm doing it for myself. I'm, I'm doing it to show awareness that people can talk. It's really that rain's fucking awful out there. This is a shit country. It fucking pisses. You know, that's the thing that really depresses me as well, and it probably does you. It's that fucking rain. Just rain, shit, cold fucking weather in this country. And it's like falling to rack and ruin around it, around your feet. And then you've got this shit weather. You can't go outside and enjoy yourself. It's just not right, is it? <laughs> it's just not right. Anyway. So, yeah. So, um, yeah, I just kind of... All these things I do, I do for myself because they boost my mentality. But with life, life costs money. 
and if I can, and that's the key part. I'm trying to do things to make the money to make other people happy because that's just the, the roller coaster of life I'm on. I try to help people. One of the key, uh, I think, the the fundamental um, or the foundation. Sorry, that's what the foundation to my personality is actually helping people. That's what I. That's what I enjoy, enjoy doing. I enjoy mentoring people. I enjoy coaching people. I could tell you anything to make your life better. I, I wouldn't listen to my fucking self because that's not what I do. I, I I can offer out as much advice as possible. I've researched loads of advice. I know about things, you know, different, various different things. Again, I keep saying it, but the ADHD has given me this fucking whirlwind of brain mentality to, to just soak up information. And, and I have done. So I research a lot. So, you know, there's a lot of times I'll be, I'll be talking in the conversation and then it'll go quiet and I'll just go, oh, there's a fucking fact yeah did you know <laughs> and then you just and, and that's why i do it it's a conversation start it's a conversation piece conversation filler because i don't like awkward conversations um so yeah so i kind of this is where i am this is where i've got to but yesterday proved the fucking point gentlemen proved the fucking point that by talking in whatever form and i spoke yesterday about how you know women are saying why do men keep making podcasts well because it works for us would I have got the same out of um, talking to a to to another man, would I, or talking to somebody about myself? I don't think I would have done because this is almost like a freedom speech for me. This is almost like I can just say what I fucking what's in my mind. I can say how I'm feeling. I don't, you know, I don't listen back. I'm not really. I'm not really massively invested in the in the uh, you know the outside world of it. I just hope I'm helping people. Um, so for me, it's kind of like a win-win conversation. It's a win-win situation really for me, because then I don't have to stress about things. Whereas, would I have got that if I'd have sat down with my best mate? I can hand on heart say my my best mate, 29 years, which is unheard of. And the more I say this to people, they're like, "What? You're still best friends with somebody for 29 years?" I was like, "Yeah, literally." fucking you know we're you know we're it's an incredible friendship you don't get that nowadays but even in him would i have spoke to him in the depth that i would speak to on these podcasts he knows and i know that i wouldn't and most men wouldn't this is just something that's allowing me to talk freely and not really worry about sort of the repercussions whether i get sort of kind of tormented or whether people think down of me or whatever i know i've heard a couple of people in, in my early days um in fact it was actually one of my bosses and it, and it only rises up because you know it, it crossed my mind actually today when i was reflecting and he i remember him listening and he turned around to me and said um yeah yeah so, so i'm listening to your podcast sounds like a fucking eastenders show and i was like oh okay so and, and I get that, and it, but it's that type of like you know that type of feedback. Is that is that constructive? Probably not. But anyway, I was thinking it's not about that. The whole journey is about hopefully if you just help that one person to understand that what I've been through, what I've gone through, and this isn't the violin playing, but the stuff I've gone through to still be here, to still fight every single day when I worry about my mental health, I worry about the challenges, and and I am I still harbour these you know fourteen years. And I'm still in it, you know, then there's a lot of people that would have been able to just function as normal. Um, I'm not quite there yet. I'm not quite there. So I'm, de I'm dealing with this on a daily basis. But the positive that you've got out of the whole of this is all of these episodes show where I've got to my darkest days when I first started it. I, I was very lost. I was trying to, 
create fucking GoFundMe's to pay, to, to pay for me to get a fucking million pound house with a fucking uh, a dog kennel because that's what I wanted and I didn't know how to get that. My brain just says, you just want that. Do whatever you need to do to get to it. And, and I stuck with it and then I was like, and then people started becoming negative towards it and I got a few negative comments and I took them on board because I do take that, you know, um, rejection sensitive disorder, they call it. <clears throat> which is a, a deep association with ADHD. And I do get that. I do suffer from that. So for me, it's kind of, you know, I have to watch these things and I have to watch how people talk about me and I have to watch the feedback because it does affect me. I do take on things very, very personally. And that's because I don't think I'm a bit of a jackass. I actually think I'm an all right type of guy. And uh, and, I, and again, I try to help people as much as I possibly can. I'm not in it to... The way I've always focused on things is, you know, there's no point in me trying to get to my end goal. My end goal being I'm going to shuffle off my mortal coil. That's going to be the end result of my life. It doesn't matter, you know, however you fucking focus, however you shape it, whatever you think your special life is, we all come in the same way and we all exit in the same way. It's what we do in between that really, really fucking matters. <clears throat> I don't give a fuck, you know, there's so many people that are so selfish in this world at the moment that it makes it really difficult. I don't, I genuinely don't understand why there's so many fucking billionaires now that, and there's so much poverty. I really don't understand this. Like, there's just a, a massive shift. And I just think, well, why are we all not just, the, the end result is, if we can all be happy and all enjoy certain things, why are we not doing this? You know, France have got it fucking right in a way. And I'm not, I'm not condoning um, protests in any way, shape or form. Um, I think it's freedom of speech is great. But the way they're doing it, they've had enough. And it is very much like that in life. You know, you go from the, the fucking start. We're all born. We're all born in the same way. Don't give a fuck what anyone says. You are born in the same way. We all have been. Nothing's fucking ever changed. You're not all of a sudden popping out of a nipple or a fucking bum hole. It doesn't happen. We all come out of the same fucking way. It doesn't matter what you disguise your shape as. That's the way we enter. And the way we exit is exactly the same fucking way. We all end up either in a box or burned. There's no fucking difference, okay? It doesn't matter what... You, I mean, there might be some variation depending on your country and what path you fucking choose. But at the end of the day, that will only be resulting on where you fucking... where you finalise, whether you're in a cemetery or not. So in between, in between that little fucking bit there, why is there so much selfishness? Why is there? I don't get it. I really, really don't get it. I, and, and I think that if everybody just does what they should need to do in obviously the boundaries of fucking law and and, and I always say this um, uh, morals and law, um, obviously, but just spend right down to the fucking finer details that spend in time actually making the fucking call or making the text message. I'm a nightmare for it. But the thing is, is irrelevant of those other mediums i stick to my medium which is this podcast i love this fucking podcast people know more about me through this than they ever will i can guarantee if you listen to this from day one to fucking now you'll know more about me than you would have done if you've spent the last 20 fucking odd years of me 40 years and 41 years with me you will do of course you will i mean there's little obviously there's lots of stuff i haven't divulged and stuff that i'm still you know building up the courage to talk about but at the same time, 
stick to what you know and this takes us right back round stick to what you know stick to what you know works for you what makes you happy what makes you happy so yesterday i knew for a fucking fact that was going to be a hard podcast i've had about four or five hard podcasts i've even had podcasts where people have said to me fucking hell, i fell asleep and uh you know i've got to listen to it tomorrow and now the thing for me is normally when i hear that i go oh fucking hell is that boring you know you you, you sort of certainly just fucking sleep i'm hoping it's because of my dulcet details bashing off your eardrums um but i don't think it is <laughs> but, but i do worry and i and that's what i mean i worry about all this because i'm trying to do the right thing for right people and you know i think that um i, I worry about two things too much i think i think we all do but by talking from the day one to, to, to between when we're brought into this world to when we finish this world in that short period of time if you you know if you get 80 fucking years you're very lucky <clears throat> if you in that short time why are we not doing what we can why are we not working as a team to make things better if you have a slightly more lucrative life or a slightly more um I don't know a luckier life I suppose I call it because you know it, a lot of a lot of wealth is around luck finding I mean I'm working fucking tirelessly and, and if I you know I, my mate always says to me Kieran actually he says well you know you never know mate you might be the next big thing you might be the next big hit keep going and, and it really does help it really does help because you know you do worry you sit here and you go fuck you know what have I got to do what do I have to do <laughs> but I think if you worried about that, and that's this is where it sort of generates background again for me as a personal thing, and this is where I think that the core and the reason I do this is because it helps me. So irrelevant of what has happened out there, I don't want the fun to be taken out of it. All of the things that I've done, the fun's been taken out when you add competition or you add, you know, a, a different elements to it. So when you take away that fun element it just becomes boring so i quit photography and all that because the competition and everything else and and just the dealing with people and everything else all just got to me i was like that's fucking way too much i'm not dealing with that and i suppose if you had a resilient personality that would probably be okay you'd probably man you know manage your way through it but for me i'm just like no just i'll, I'll do something else then because that's not making me happy anymore and i think i've, I've learned and adapted that over time anyway because i think you know when you couple in some of the um, symptoms of ADHD where we, you know, you sort of kind of, you just switch off of interest in those things. Once you lose interest, that's it. You're done and dusted. So I think you, you learn to um, build in coping mechanisms for when that happens. So it, that it doesn't, you don't get that, um, that rejection sensitivity disorder because you've shut it down. It's almost like that. And, and the, the key for me, I think is, one thing I'm adapting and learning about myself and as I grow and dive deeper into my own mind I'm learning to try and make the things that I know that are going to be mundane but a big part of my life interesting so for instance this is how sad I've been I've, I've I, not sad as in like emotionally sad but as in like fucking hell geek I know that I hate doing presentations and and or, or just boring generic presentations so I, I've learned a I've done a course last week on my time off on PowerPoint and um and how to make powerpoint more interesting so that my presentations are more interesting now the development piece for that is um i'm hopefully going to be able to present better and um the second piece is i learn a little bit but the main piece of that is to keep myself interested in carrying on doing this as a process in my role i've had to make it interesting 
and that's I'm I'm learning to do that in a lot of things throughout life um, because I sort of feed that into friendships and this is where I, I talk about um, on my premium podcast go over and check it out um, I talk about um, the dopamine hunter and I talk about how I, I, I look for dopamine in friends and things like and and acts and this is probably more about me as a person really um but you might be able to relate to it when you start losing that dopamine so i i find that with um, relationships friendships everything really and i'm and i genuinely mean everything activities anything i do my job if i lose that enthusiasm i lose that dopamine um from that person that individual um i just i just shut down and i and it's i suppose i can tie it in a little bit to um you know putting in what you get out now i've i've said this along all of my relationships and friendships i've said this all the way along my podcast about sorry relationships and friendships i've said you know put in what you're getting out if you're not getting the same out as what you're putting in then whatever that is is not worth it because everything should be equal and this reverts back to the whole point about being selfish everything should be equal and I often, I always say to my fucking missus, I always say to her, and I genuinely, I'm, I'm quite abrupt with this, but I'll say, like, you know, it's all the fucking washing's still done. And, and this, listen out before I fucking start, you know, you start fucking whoever's listening going, I can't say anything, Mel Chauvinist pig. No, I, what I say to my missus is, is, you know, you do the washing. And she's like, oh, that's not my fucking job. I'm not saying it's your job. I'm saying it's a percentage of what needs to be done in the house. You want me to do DIY. You want me to fucking build the conservatory. You want me to fucking sort the garden out. You want me to fucking walk the dog. You know, you want me to do all of these things around the house. And, you know, you want me to go around, and I said, you know, you want me to go around and help your mum and, and get stuck in me and mum, which I do not begrudge at all. I fucking would do anything for my mother-in-law. Um, talking of a mother I'd do anything for anybody, to be fair. But I said, this is what you want me to do. And you've said, can you do this? And you wanted me to change the front brakes on your car to save you 250 fucking pounds well that's what i'm doing so what are you doing you know i'm still do- so, and that that's where i said it's it's like an equal game so i always say like put in what you get out and but give them an opportunity to either address them not putting it in enough or if they still carry on and go well i'm sorry but that's not my fucking job and you go okay then well i'll stop doing my part then my percentage of what you class is my fucking job and then see how you feel it's going to become very difficult life's going to become difficult but it's very reminiscent about friendships it's about everything putting in what you get out because it, it promotes your own mental health it promotes your own personality it promotes everything around you if you're not getting in and not getting that worth from whatever you're doing whether that's a job role whether that's a relationship whether that's a friendship whether whatever it may be if you're not getting the similar out of it then stop. It's not worth it because you're just going to stress yourself out. And I say, you know, that's what I do. I, you know, I, I say I'm a bit of a dopamine hunter and I sort of, I take it to the next level as in like it will hit me sooner than most people because when I stop receiving that dopamine, that excitement or that how are you or whatever it may be, I just go, okay, you're not investing in me. So fucking done. The, the downside is I do it a lot quicker than most people. So I really have to manage that because it can be right down to, well, he's not fucking spoke to me for a day. <laughs> so you have to manage your own mental health. You have to manage how you manage individually 
um, you know, your own mental health and your well-being. That's it's, it's an important thing. Anyway, so that's like a massive synopsis of my time. Um, I was just kind of, um, you know, I was just, I was just in a really good mood. So it was nice to. And I spoke yesterday about sort of, um, you know, the topic of um, sort of men, a bit about purpose, and you know, it, it's really, really re- relevant in the fact that, and and when when I say men live in quiet desperation, we really do. And if we don't give ourselves the purpose. And I put and, and the the drive and everything we need to do, and we don't, and we're not surrounded by the right. This is where it all becomes like a everything. I can always tie everything up nicely into a fucking little ball, because if you give yourself purpose, give yourself goals that you need to achieve on a short term and a long term basis, you surround yourself with the right people that are actively taking a concern or an interest in in your life. And, and, you know, are there for you when you, when you need them. And you've got a, a great relationship and you're open, honest and transparent in your relationship, like I am. I know people are like, oh, show this pig. No, I'm just transparent. I just say it as it is. I don't want to sit there and have resentment for this person because I've done that in, in previous friendships and relationships and whatever. I've let it just dwell and dwell and dwell. And then it gets to the point where I just shut down because I disengage. There's no dopamine from that person anymore. So I just fucking shut down and I go, OK, fucking done absolutely fucking done so you know and then but i'm not fully done so when i do finally get the oh okay and we don't talk or whatever it may be i then get resent i get that that rejection sensitive disorder which then cripples me even further for fucking weeks days months so it's um you have to manage your mental health it can be quite complex can't it you listening to me but so i wrote down this little bit today so i was talking about yesterday about sort of kind of um men having purpose like i said and it's um I think that we all do live in a little bit of quiet desperation. It's quite sad, really, when you think that men do that. But we do. We, t- we, we constantly, without a purpose or without drive, then there's nothing for us to do. And it's like, I reflect quite heavily on my dad. Like, you know, when we all sort of kind of grew up and, you know, flew, flew the nest, as they say. And, you know, for him, that was his sons going off early because we both joined the military. And um, that was him. He did, He's like, well, I don't need to do anything anymore. You know, they're off fucking learning their own ways and cracking on. Well, he must have felt lonely himself because where's where's his purpose now? Because as a parent, as a father, I'm protective. So where's the purpose? You don't really feel like you need that purpose anymore. They're off living their life. There will be a time, trust me, when I come back round and, you know, we're, we're talking in my 40s, I'm 40s now, so, and I absolutely fucking dote on my dad, I love spending time with him, so if anything, it does come back round, does do a full circle, just have to bide your time, uh, everybody's different, some people don't bother flying the fucking nest, some people live at home forever, and then there's others, like me, that just fucking, you know, bang out as soon as we can, so, and I wrote this, anyway, I digress again then, I love, I love a little bit of digression, you know that, because you've all started saying it, um, so I wrote this little bit down here. I just want to say it to you. Stop thinking your future is over and look for possibilities and opportunities. You have the pen and plenty of pages to write more. I wrote this down because I heard it somewhere. And I was like, that's really, really true about life. Stop thinking your future is over because that's what a lot of a lot of men think that. And that's when the suicide cuts in. For you to get to the point where you want to commit suicide or you're having those negative thoughts or you're not in a great place, if you're listening to this and you're going, life isn't worth it, you've already given up on your future. Well, you've done the wrong thing. 
And now I'm not fucking saying it's the right thing to do, the wrong thing to do, because I've been there three times. You've listened to my darkest hours. Nothing's changed. That's always with me. That's with me forever. Those darkest hours are what what give me the drive to never go there again. And I try my hardest now to never go there again because it's a fucking horrible place. And it, it sends goose pimples up my arms just thinking about where I was in a time like that. So I sympathise so much with anybody that has intrusive thoughts. I really do because they drove my life 24-7. It doesn't matter what I was doing. I had intrusive thoughts. I was going along the motorway. I wanted to go across the fucking next road. I, the only thing that stopped me from doing that is I didn't want to harm someone else. There was all sorts. I was thinking, how can I do this quickly? How can I do... You know, and you do. When you get those intrusive thoughts, there is nothing else that takes over. It is your life. People can be sat there talking to you about some fucking brilliant shit about the future. Someone could say to you, I've won the lottery. And you would sit there and you would just look at them and all you hear is, I want to die, or how am I going to die, or I can't do this anymore. Fucking hell, that's sore, that's painful. Why is my main... And you just constantly, that's your mind over and over. And, and, and that is a horrible, horrible place to be. I sympathise with any of you that are listening right now. Because I've been there. That's not saying that I've got the t-shirt, big me up, it's not at all. But what it means is I know what you're going through. And it's fucking tough. But look at me and say, listen, sorry, look at where I am now. Look at what happens. I, I insti- I've got the right coping mechanisms in place. I know to reflect. I know to look to try and keep my, my weight maintained so I feel my confidence coming back. I know to eat healthy so that I try and drive the healthiness in my mind, feed myself healthy stuff. I try to drink plenty of water now. I try to meditate, but meditate not, um, I would say that, um, I'm not talking about meditation in that sense, but good music and mindfulness, shutting down, body mapping, yoga, Pilates. I try to incorporate all of these. The other day, I just literally went down, I did a 15-minute yoga session out of nowhere. There was no relevance to it. Would it have perked me up? Yeah, of course, if I do that routinely. Brilliant, yeah, fucking super success. But do you know what? Just by doing it, I'm just reinforcing it. And I always talk to you about this learned habit. Three months. Get this learned habit locked in. It doesn't matter how you start that learned habit. Just get it locked in. Look at where I was yesterday. 30-minute session. Fucking bored out of my tree. Could not be asked. Forced myself to talk. And then this morning I woke up and went, oh, I'm super excited. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And I did. I went to town. I, you know, I, I, I was a bus stop wanker for the afternoon. And here I am now, against all the odds, in the sense that the fucking, you know, the the rain's pounding down. And here I am. I'm, I'm with a smile on my face, because I know how much this helps me. Find the medium that you want to talk about, even if it just means opening up to... I mean, I'm a, I'm a great listener. I'm a great listener. And something that's actually, when I talk about listening, is one of my friends, the one I spoke to you about yesterday, I was giving him a little bit of a shout-out, um... Uh, Marky, Marky Mark on his 10k for 10k I'm going to get him on for a live show as well because he's absolutely wants to jump on and do a live show with me so that'll be really really good because it's nice to get live shows because you get a different perspective on other people's challenges and also it gives you the ability to listen to just you know someone else not just constantly me anyway so look out for possibilities so your future's not over look for possibilities and opportunities and that's what I do. That's why I started my Etsy. 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 That's why I started my Etsy page. 
to get my 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 work out there um that's why i started my facebook page james little john designs or little john designs thing uh, lj little john james little john designs james little john designs <laughs> i think it's yeah james little john designs and um and i started that so and i and i've started my tiktok and i've and i've started my pod you know my podcast been running for 15 months and and all of these things are to help me promote me help other people and also look for opportunities it gives me that ability to focus on something that makes me happy whether that is I don't know. Uh, it might be going out running, you, and you know that first that first one k, that first one k on day one is going to be horrendous. You're going to come back. You're going to feel like the fucking ambulance should be picking you up. Of course you are. You give it a couple of weeks. You're going to be enjoying it. You give it a couple of years. You're going to be marathon running regularly, whatever it may be. I think they say a hundred hours. If you can invest one hundred hours into whatever activity, whatever that activity, whatever that is. You can almost become a master of that technique in a hundred hours. I think they, they honestly research it because as a, if you do anything for a hundred hours consistently as well, we're not talking like I'm going to do one hour a fucking year and I'll start. You know, it's not not like that. You need to do it consistently. We are talking like a hundred hours, so you're talking like one hour a day or you know five hours a week, whatever it may be. Break it down and get your point. But they say that you will become a master at whatever that is if you do it properly and in consistently. And that's really important because all of these little stats and they make things measurable. And I think that it's really, really important to to make things tangible, uh, relatable and measurable. They're really, really key words in everything we do. So, you know, your learned habit is coming in at three months. And in number three months is the learned habit. See, the learned habit is the way to go because... That's three months. You know whatever you're going to do. If you do it for three months, it's going to become a learned habit. Whether that's getting up at seven o'clock every single fucking day, seven days a week, that's going to become a learned habit. So whatever it may be, drinking a litre of water every single day, it's a learned habit when you do it for three months consistently. So do that. That's a, that's a really, really relatable, easily way of breaking it down. Then you've got this 100 hours. If you learn something for 100 hours, whether that is running, swimming, basketball, baseball, wakeboarding, fucking sky, sky diving, I don't fucking know. Then Obviously, skydiving probably a little bit more difficult. But, um, you know, whatever it may be, swimming, jogging, whatever. If you do it for 100 hours, you become a master at it. And it's like, when you listen back to my podcast, where I, I you know, I, I did my podcast in January last fucking year. And if you listen to my podcast, where I was doing it on a mobile phone with a little tiny fucking 12 pound microphone to where I hopefully am now, hopefully you'll see a difference in what I was then to how I deliver and speak to you now. Um, and I don't, like I said, I don't, nothing's, everything's raw and unedited. So it's, it's as it is. It's warts and all. So don't always look for opportunities always look for opportunities to make yourself to push yourself to better yourself try and take people along with you get to remove this selfishness let's start getting this teamwork teamwork makes a fucking dream work and then i wrote down you have the pen and you have plenty of pages to write more that couldn't be any the pen and your diary that's the, and the reason I wrote it down like that is because that was the, the, the symbol I was going for, your pen and your diary. You've got a pen and you've got plenty of pages. So write those memories down. Write that future. Plan that future. Give yourself the spirit to do the next thing. It might be quiet, but don't use that quiet time right now to sit there and dwell on what you've not got or what you want. 
Look at how you can get it. Look at what you need to do to make things happier. Whether it's a case of, do you know what? I'm going to go out and get a second job. And this is, I'm saying this because it's relatable. I'm going to go out and get a second job. And it's going to give me my, my, my fun money. So I'm going to do a little bit of extra work. It's going to be slightly harder, but it's going to give me that fun money. What are you going to do with that fun money then, Jimbo? Jimbo's going to fucking book some holidays once a fucking year. At least uh, this fun money, I'm trying to earn an extra 250 a month. So that 250 extra a month that I can do is hard hours. It's working seven days a fucking week, mind. Um, but if I can do that, then that gives me the fuck you money to start getting myself out of trouble. So that will give me um, money, extra money to pay off extra credit debts. And it'll give me an extra little bit of money to save to start looking at holidays, to get away, get the sun and start exploring the world instead of just sitting in the four walls that I have and then sitting here going, I fucking hate the rain. I've had an absolute boob full of the fucking rain. So I'm going to say, fucking no, thank you. I'm going somewhere else. And then what you do is also I've done it to, to, to socialize more, get myself out about a bit, out and about a bit, because at weekends I was just wallowing in my own self-pity, trying to do bits and bobs. This has given me the, the, the ability to go somewhere, socialize. It's all, it's all surrounded by goodness. Yes, I'm working two jobs, but it's not a stressful job. It's actually a job I'm going to do that de-stresses me. I gave a little bit of a, an idea about it the other day. <clears throat> And uh, I'm working on a golf resort, my best mate. So it's not a fucking job. I mean, it is a job. It is physically demanding. But it's there's an element of fun. There's an element of sociability around it. And there's no stress behind it. So it's just giving me a better future. And we can all do that, whatever it may be. This is an opportunity that I've grasped. I've taken control of it. And I'm looking forward to the future. So we can all do that. There's, there, you've got plenty of pages. Remember that. You've got plenty of pages to write your future. Okay? Do you know what? It's been an absolute fucking pleasure. It's been an absolute delight. But I'm going to wrap it up there. I really do hope that you've all um, enjoyed so far. Like I said, please, 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 please. Like, comment, share. Make a comment on the um, on the post. Share the post. Do whatever you need to do to try and um, support me. I would really, really appreciate that. It's kind of... That's what drives me, um, and and I'm and I'm being a bit shameful by plugging a couple of things on here. I appreciate that, but at the same time, I'm working tirelessly. So, um, you know, these are just little things that we we can do without actually costing us any money. But it does absolutely boost me a little bit. And at the end of the day, I am definitely one of these people that if you've supported me along the way, I will always support you. In, and that's the, and that's the the facts of the matter is. <clears throat> that's the way I always have been. I don't want to go. I don't want to get to my end journey on my own and be sat there. I want to spend the the rest of my years that I have available on uh, this limited time on this earth, <clears throat> building an audience for my funeral. That's what I'm doing. I'm building a fucking great big audience. So if you all want to come along and fucking go, yes, I want to be at this guy's fucking funeral, as morbid as that may sound. <clears throat> The facts, the reality is, along that journey is going to be some good shit, and I and there's going to be some great fucking songs at the at the fucking end anyway. So, come along for the fucking journey. Support me, and uh, I'll support you. Um, and this is what this is about. This is just you know, like I said, this is just one man in the UK from his fucking wooden cabin just talking to you. Um, you know, from my challenges, and some of us are can really relate with this. Um, but it's really important we all start sticking together. We remove this social, um, this social individuality that it feels like at the moment. Everyone's on social media, but everyone's an individual. And you think, why? Why are we not just a team? 
you know why do we have to put pressure on our friends for these things why do you know why just we should it should just become natural it should just become natural anyway enough of my bs as they say thank you for listening to me and i really do appreciate you listening to me in the tough times not just the good times but the tough times because they're tough for me to deliver but i know that they're tough to listen to um sometimes probably not entertaining um but i thank you i really do um the support um that i've had from my from my little friendship group and of course i'll always shout out to nelster because he is um you know he's been there you know right from the fucking day dot um even when i was doing my youtube and i still do youtube now my, these all got uploaded to youtube um but even when i was doing my youtube videos you know he was there from the start so uh and I've, uh, all of my friends there the billster my brother my dad and uh, my, my fucking my other best mate uh, or my best mate Kieran, he's always there for me uh, i'm very 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 fortunate um and my dad obviously i can shout out people all day long um <clears throat> i want to shout out again to, to to my mate luke um he's coming to um he's coming to that season now mate where you'll be out on the bike the bike that i sold him he's um he's been seeing his photos lately absolutely loving it and i'm glad that he's getting out with his dad and you can really i've really seen his mental health um massively progress um since we first originally spoke last year um and obviously mark keep going on with the on your walking mate um absolutely smash out the bag and everyone else that's listening thank you for listening all around the world i really do appreciate your time uh, i really do honestly it means a lot to me and i hope that i'm helping you out as well take care make sure you do the things that make you happy eat healthy get out amongst nature and i look forward to speaking to you very very soon take care everyone